Hello, hello, happy birthday to me. Today I turned 32 and I have written an extended Yelp review to whoever created this whole thing about my 30s. And I really think it's about a 3.5 star, okay? And I'm trying to get to 4 here. I think we can make the 30s a lot better for a lot more people. That's what we talk about in the first half and in the second half I open up my 23andMe results. This will help you decide if you should get this done too. See you there. Well, it is my birthday, uh, 32 years old, uh, honestly feeling uh, pretty, uh, pretty uneventful. Uh, I, I traveled to Sequoia National Park recently and uh, the whole idea of going there for me and my wife was because my wife wanted to see this uh, tree and uh, the tree was called the Sherman tree uh, and apparently the tree was dead at the top but somehow the magical thing about it was that it kept growing at the bottom right and I heard that and I was like oh it's dead at the top, keeps growing at the bottom, kind of sounds like it's in its 30s. Because that's how I feel at 32. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, how, that's just how I feel about it right now. No, I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling, actually, it's good. Um, it just, every year since uh, my 20s that I have spent, which is really two years, uh, things have gotten better off late so i'm just starting to feel better and better as a person i feel like i know what i want and i think that does tend to happen uh, in your 30s okay i'm less scared I'm, i live with more purpose and that's uh and my purpose is uh to to just simply uh live a life of pleasure okay by the way i i want a game 24, 24 hours a day. Uh, just play as much PlayStation as I want. See, that's the thing. A, a, a few uh, days ago, I said, well, you know, when I was a kid in India, my parents never bought me a video game, a PlayStation. I would always ask. But they would just never buy me one because they couldn't afford it. Okay, they would always say, well, we can't get it. Well, our neighbors got it because, well, they came back from the U.S. or something. And they got it there. But you can't afford it. We can't afford it. And now that I'm like almost 32, I thought to myself, well, it's time I buy myself a PlayStation. Oh, I did. I did. And I've been gaming a lot. Uh, and I truly feel like uh, I'm actually in. I'm so glad my parents never bought me a PlayStation because I feel that I can enjoy it so much more now. You know, because now I'm smart enough, my brain is developed enough to play the game. Uh, and I actually remember playing it. You know, when you're like, I don't know, eight years old and you play games, it's like you're just playing games. Now I'm playing like football. I'm playing soccer right now, okay? I'm getting better at soccer every single day. This is my passion. As an adult, you can say anything is your passion. Because if you're 35 or 40 years old, and someone says, well, what do you do for a living? Right? And I'm just like, well, I, uh, I've i been gaming a lot. They're like, oh, he's probably a professional gamer. 
Now they don't know. <laughs> they don't know I'm not actually uh, an, even an amateur gamer, but that's not something they need to find out. Another example is, let's say somebody asked me like, hey, so what do you do? And I said, I do comedy. And then they're like, oh, he must be a professional comic. You know, so I, it's just because I'm 30, they can't imagine a 32-year-old guy is just sitting around telling people he's doing comedy or he's playing games. They assume it's professional. And that's the best part about being 30s is people start treating you like an adult, no matter how childish you really are on the inside, which I am supremely. Like my wife came up to me, I think it was about a few, it was a few days ago. And she was like, you've been gaming a lot. And I'm like, let me pursue my passion. Okay, don't stop me. This is what I'm going to do. This is my passion. And she was like, well, it is our anniversary today. So guys, I forgot our anniversary. You know, I was like, what are you going to gift me? You know what I mean? She was like, I already gave you a green card. So that's that. You know, that was the end of that discussion. And then she was like, will you take me out to Sequoia National Park? And I was like, fine, I'll take you out. We'll go see the Sherman tree. This tree that is dead at the top and keeps growing at the bottom. That tree, 3,000 years old, by the way. What a tree. I mean, when I saw that tree, I was like, hell yeah, you know? No, just kidding. I was not. It was a tree. It was a big tree, but it was at the end of the day a tree. Okay, there's a ton of those. If you told me, like, this tree was maybe, like, I don't know, 100 feet, whatever, big tree, right? But if you told me there was a 100 feet person, sure, I'd like to see a picture of that person, but I wouldn't drive three hours to see that person. You know what I mean? Like, if you can Google him, I can see him. But don't make me drive and stay in a hotel to see a 100 foot person. All I'm saying is, you know what I mean. So it is my birthday. I'm 32 now. Um, I mean, in a day, you know. And that 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 is just. Uh, and I'm not a father yet, you know. A lot of a lot of people of my age start talking about being a father because they well they're fathers now, but I'm not. So I'd love to talk about not being a father, and I'll tell you, it's absolutely awesome. Um, I just can't put it any other way. It is very hard uh, to find a parent whose children are still in the early ages who is truly happy. It is. It is just very hard to find such a parent. Okay. I've met several friends, several couples on social media. They'll post the baby pictures. Okay. They'd say that this part of my, of my soul has, you know, come out and he, he or she or they've changed our lives. These little pieces of bundles of love, they'll say, but if you hang out with them, boy, they are, the husband and wife are not having a fun time with this one. Uh, and I've seen this with several of my friends. Now. I'm not saying we're not going to have kids or I'm not going to have a kid. I'm just making the point that none of these folks seem to be happy. 
I mean, they're happy. They're very happy. Okay. They're full of love and they're full of joy and they've changed as people. But whatever's, whatever the good stuff is that's going on is really deep inside. Because outside, all you see is pain. Okay. You see dark circles around their eyes. You see just tension. You see an easy propensity to get angry. Um, maybe that's just a process you have to go when you have a kid. Okay. Um, maybe that's just a process. But what if I don't want to go through that process right now? You know what I mean? Like life is not bad at 32. You get to pursue my passions like gaming. Uh, just kidding. Like comedy. And I get to run uh, a small, tiny business, which keeps me afloat and my family afloat. So what's like, what's really the point of bringing on a new person right now? You know, I don't feel it yet. And maybe we will have some, maybe we'll have, maybe we'll make a cricket team and have 11 kids. But today I'll tell you, there is no schedule for that stuff. All right. There's just so much, you know. The other thing that starts happening as you as you as you start to hit and get into your 30s is your health suddenly catches up with you. And mine I can feel it it, it, it is catching up to me. I've been running um, and I've realized off late just uh, when I started I can't run without uh, feeling like a 65 year old pretty much that's that's the ball game here okay so and things hurt and you don't know why this have started hurting you know it's like this you just new pains like things are starting to hurt muscles are starting to hurt which whichever which you took for granted you know what i mean like try opening the door sometimes uh sometimes if you if you sit in too long if you work on a computer Boy, are you going to see some new things happening to yourself in your 30s. Especially if you have a sitting job, which most of us do these days. But that's just the ballgame. That's just the time we live in. I don't always celebrate birthdays. And the reason is, and not that I'm not happy, is I'm just so happy that I don't need anybody else's problems during my birthday. That's my secret. I am, people ask me on my birthday, like, oh, you don't seem so like, woo, you know? You're not like, woo, yeah, it's my birthday. I, why are you not like that, Tushar? And I'm just like, because I'm happy. I am so at peace at my birthdays. I'm sitting by myself, I'm listening to some music, maybe to a podcast I'm playing my games or I'm talking to my family but that's it that's my happy place I'm eating great food super important a good birthday for me means I'm gonna eat the food that I like no questions asked so we're gonna drive because where I live for about an hour from here there is no good Indian food so we have to drive outside a lot about an hour away to get some good, in and I'm gonna do that because it's my birthday. Like that's, the things that give you peace, 
give you joy and give you happiness just change so much as you start to hit your 30s. Okay. Now maybe I may I may be coming across as too much of an adult. All right? But I am an adult who plays a lot of video games. You keep that in mind. Okay? Plays a lot of video games. So but this has never been a huge deal for me. I maybe have one moment with myself. Like every birthday I'll have like sp- I'll spend maybe a minute with myself saying, "Oh, okay, Tushar, today you're 32." Well done, buddy. Good on ya. You know what I mean? And then I just let it go. That's it. And sometimes, like, sometimes, and I, I generally do this a lot. You know, I don't have any woo-woo. Uh, like, I don't meditate as much or, you know, practice gratitude and whatnot. I'm still catching up to all that. But what I do sometimes is I just spend a moment once a week with myself. If, if something happens, this is not a schedule, but if something happens that I like, I'm just like, okay, yeah, well done, Tushar, like, you did this, you know? That's what I told myself when I bought the PlayStation. It was like, yay, you have a PlayStation now, which you bought with your own money and stuff. Well done, buddy, you know? That, that was it. That was pretty much it. The other thing, you know, talking about goals, people set goals, vision boards, this and that, I want to do this and that. Well, one of my goals, uh, and one of, something on my uh, list, is to have some sort of a a channel to communicate with people. So that's why you know we're doing this podcast because I feel like as an artist, now I'm a comedian. As a comedian, you have to develop perspective. And a podcast helps you to do that because you have to talk at length and figure out an alternative perspective about things. And so doing this podcast for me is also a big birthday thing. Um, And I'll probably, you know, continue to do it uh, because that's just the way I do things. I'll start something new and I'll get into it. Um, And it seems like I have got enough validation on Facebook to things I say that people are sometimes like, yeah, that's kind of funny. So I was like, well, here's some more, you know, here's more of my voice. Why don't you listen to this for about 30 minutes and let me know if you're still funny because then we can do something else with that. Okay. So part of having this podcast is to do that. Now, the last thing I'm doing for my birthday is I have, um, given uh, myself a, a gift, which is a 23andMe test. And I want to tell you about that a little bit more because it was kind of crazy to go through that process. Uh, also, in a way, uh, weird. and me is how my neighbor who is some 65 years old describe his life back when he was still dating the 23 year old who ran away with his money does that make any sense it's like hey buddy 
how how's how's stuff going and he was like well you know it's just 23 and me i mean it used to be now it's just me but before there was 23 and she was great um okay weird company uh i paid the 97 dollars you guys i paid the 97 dollars and here's the thing about the company when you send in your sample and they have to tell you what ethnicities your ancestors have if you do not have any cool or uh, exotic ancestry they should just refund your money okay because one of the outputs of this test for me is that i'm about 99.4 percent central and south asian okay and it gives you these social media cards that you can share on social media. And my card says Indian, Indian, and Indian. No, thanks. You know what I mean? I do not want to share that on social media because everybody already thinks I am Indian, Indian, and Indian. Maybe if you had done something cool with it. Maybe if just to make me feel good, you could have put 20% Armenian. That would have been amazing because then I would call home and be like, hey, mom, turns out we're kind of Armenian. But right now, all I can do is call back home and say, hey, mom, I'm Indian, Indian and Indian, which will be incredibly boring. OK, now there are some things to it. Yes, there is, you know, 0.3 percent broadly Chinese and South Asian. But me saying that 0.3 percent, like me saying I'm Chinese because of that is like Elizabeth Warren saying she's partly native Indian, which is absolute garbage, right? And then there's 0.3% of it, which is just unassigned, which means 23andMe has not figured out where that 0.3% is. So basically all you need to know is I'm 99.4% Indian, okay? And I did not need to know this piece of information. But hey, I know it now, thanks to 23andMe. And so that's just the weird part of it, okay? My ancestral background breakdown is, is the weird part of it, but it does start to get a little bit more interesting as you go on, or so I thought, because it does tell me something very unique, which is the fact that I have 95% more Neanderthal DNA than other people who have taken this test, which is millions, which means I'm a little bit less human than 95% of the people on this earth. So when one of my friends says, Tushar, you are inhuman, they're right. You know what I mean? I'm totally inhuman. Kind of cool. Kind of cool that I am more than 2% uh, or up to 2%, it says, Neanderthal, which is more than 95% of the people who walk the face of this earth. How does that affect my life is my question. And to that, they say, it's the reason why I have difficulty discarding rarely used possessions. In other words, I do not like to change clothes on a daily basis. Kind of makes sense, right? Second thing it says, it's because I have this Neanderthal DNA that I have a worse sense of direction. 
Well, no wonder I could never get to any of my dates on time. It also says that I have no fear of heights, which is like saying I have no fear of wildlife. I don't know. Like, why do you, you don't need to tell me what I don't fear? Okay, thanks, 23andMe. Also says that I have no DNA similar to what high-performing athletes have. Are you really trying to tell me I'm no athlete? Like, why do I need to, why do I got to know that? Why do you need to tell me I'm no Usain Bolt? That is not information like I needed to hear about myself. Okay? That's incredibly rude. Imagine if like someone was walking in front of me and you were walking in front of me and I suddenly I was like, by the way, you know what? Uh, Beyonce has this gene. You don't have it. Okay? That's just the truth of the situation. I don't know if this is good news or bad news, but take it for what it's worth. That's just weird. Okay? I don't need to know stuff like that. So it's a, I think it's a good question to ask. Uh, and by the way, if you don't remember what a Neanderthal is, uh, it's basically uh, Neanderthal is a nod. The word Neanderthal is a nod to a 17th century a German dude. His name was Joachim, um, who lived in a valley. Okay, his name was Neander. He lived in a valley called Thal. Nearly 200 years after his death, weird bones were found in the valley. And initially, it was believed to belong to a human, right? But then, in 1886, uh, when two, like, two nearly complete Neanderthal skeletons were found in Belgium, the community uh, of the scientists realized that the remains they found in uh, Thal were of a human. So, since then, these different human people well, we call our Neanderthals, and they walked the earth uh, before we did. Um, we don't quite know if they were intelligent. They were kind of intelligent, apparently, like uh, a little bit like us. Like they knew how to make fire and whatnot. Um, we don't know if they could speak, although they did have the muscles to speak. I guess all this to say, I can speak and I have a little bit of intelligence, okay? Uh, but if it if I come across as a little dumb, it's because I have 2% Neanderthal DNA. That's basically the reason that that's happening. Okay. Now, before I move on, you know, we, this is a world which is starting to define itself uh, as a diverse world, but your ethnicity seems to matter still. So for whatever it's worth, uh, if my, when I send this to my parents or someone, they realize that the report actually says that I am 94% uh, South Asian, but also says of that, about 50% North Indian uh, and Pakistani, which basically because we all come from the same regions. Uh, and then 24% Bengali, which is just a different kind of Indian and then 3% Southern Indian. So basically I'm from all over India. That is what I'm gonna to start to tell people. Is where are you from in India? Uh, well, you know, the North, the West, the South, the East pretty much. And I would just love to see uh, 
the confused look on their face. And then I'll just be like, I'm also about 2% Neanderthal. If uh, So I'm from way before. I'm from the past, sir. How do you feel about that? You know what I mean? The other reason I did this test is because it tells you about your health. And health was important to me because I was like, well, it'd be good to find out what is, what am I likely to get into when it comes to health problems, okay? And it turns out that for the most of the things that this thing checks, I have no variance, which means they didn't detect anything. But it does say, and this is where 23andMe really does a good job, uh, it says, I do have uh, a 33% likelihood of uh, being diabetic. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Like, everybody in my family is di diabetic. Like, our family, our middle name is diabetes. Okay? If you don't have diabetes in my family, they throw you out. Okay? Like, one time, my, one, one of my cousins walked into the house and said, Dad, I don't have diabetes. And his dad was just like, get out of the house. Okay, you're not my son. That's how much, like when we eat pancakes, basically we don't need to use maple syrup. Okay, we just make a small cut with the knife on our fingers and the blood drops out over the pancake and then we eat it. That's how sweet our blood is. So, of course, everybody in my family has diabetes. I have the propensity for diabetes, okay? That's, can, can you give me some knowledge, something that I can, like, why do I got to know that basically 23 in me is saying, look, Tushar, you're an average Indian dude who is Indian, Indian, Indian. You are of mediocre health. You'll never be an athlete uh, and you won't get that sick, but you'll probably have diabetes. So like you'll get pretty sick in that case. And that's, that's, that's the end of your life, buddy. You have no future, or maybe you do, at best a mediocre. Like, what are you trying to tell me, okay? This has been neither promising, nor informational, nor surprising. Like, I needed some surprises, okay? Just a little bit of surprise. And then I did get a little bit of a surprise. Because, despite being Indian, Indian, and Indian, it turns out I have some weird-ass cousins with some weird ass histories, okay? It, it is it's super, so what it does is, everybody who's taken a test, it'll connect those people together in a family tree. So it's showing me 103 relatives, a lot of whom are like, okay, first of all, I've never met any of these people. That's already done, never met any of these people. But secondly, there are people in there who I can't quite figure out why they would be there, okay? For example, it says there are 47% there are of my relatives have French and German ancestry. 47% of my relatives have French and German ancestry, but I don't, okay? I have no French and German ancestry, which means someone in my family went ahead and had intimate relations which were uncalled for with the oppressor, okay? Because India was ruled uh, many times by the British, by the French, uh, in some very small parts, 
and obviously they had some German ancestry for some reason. And that's why one of them had, you know, sexual relations with uh, someone in my third or fourth um, grandfather's family. And that's why I have a cousin called Cecil. Okay. And I have a cousin called Jeff and Bella. Um, which is super weird. Because like, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to reach out to Bella and say, Hey, Bella, I'm your third to this. Because it doesn't even say Bella is your third cousin. It says Bella is, uh, is anywhere between third to very distant cousin. So we might have the same great, great, great grandfather or who knows? You know what I mean? It's not even clear what it's trying to say. But I do find it interesting that I have a cousin named Ryan and Elizabeth. Okay? And if I start looking at like where these people are from, some of the cousins are from India, US, but there's also uh, cousins from Spain and Ukraine and Fiji and Guatemala and Lebanon, Mexico, Norway, Philippines, Sri Lanka, Sweden. Like, what is happening here? Why do I have cousins from all these countries and then have, honestly, the super boring ancestry on one side? Basically, all this is adding up to the fact that I'm not a cool person. I've got nothing exotic about myself, but somebody in my family does. Okay? Somebody in my family went ahead French and German. Okay? And they created all these offsprings who are now my cousins. But definitely, I wasn't a result of all that. Okay? Because whoever was on my side was pretty clean. They weren't doing it with the oppressor. Because why would you? I'm just kidding. You could. You could do it with anybody you like. Um, this is very clean, isn't it? So that's been, that's, that's my 23andMe. I, this may not, like how much does your genes define you as a person? How much? Okay, so right now it, it says there's many things that are about me, like stuff like I'm bad at directions, stuff like I like to keep things. How much of it is really genetics? I'm starting to wonder because a lot of places it helps me because it explains my bad habits. Okay, I don't like to eat greens because Neanderthal didn't like to eat greens. That's why I ate, that's non-vegetarian all my life. Or am I just, so what, who are we really? And this, I think if, if there's anything that has happened because of this test, it has just confused the hell out of me and given me a lot of information that is either information that I already know or information that I would never need. Okay, that's about it. 